Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of 100% Real with Steph. This is your girl Stephanie, and as always, I hope you're doing amazing. Today we have a very special episode, and I'm super excited for you guys to listen to it. On today's episode, I interviewed my friend Wendy Acosta. Wendy is a real estate investor, life coach, and host of the Wealthy Mindset Latina podcast. Wendy and I met during the Courage Driven Latina program, and we finally got to hang out earlier this year during our retreat. For this episode, we talked about building a wealthy mindset. Building a wealthy mindset is not just about money or investments. It's about building a wealthy mindset in all areas of life. Before I recorded this interview with Wendy, I had such an eventful week. So much crazy stuff happened. Reconnecting with Wendy and doing this interview taught me to stay positive and to build a wealthy mindset in my life. Wendy and I have the best conversations, and I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode, and I hope you're inspired. Here's my interview with Wendy. Enjoy! Hi, Wendy. Welcome to 100% Real with Steph. It's so nice to have you. Hi, Stephanie. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Um, So it's always a pleasure speaking with you. And thank you so much again for joining the podcast. And Wendy, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am the host of Wealthy Mindset Latina podcast. I am also a real estate investor. I have my company that I started uh, almost about a year ago, and it is called Luna's Capital. And it really has been um, just a journey for me for the last year because I feel like I've been getting involved in so many different projects. Um, but ultimately what I do is yes, I invest in real estate and I'm focused in buying multifamily properties where I bring in investors to join me in deals that they want to invest in. I ultimately am boots on the ground for them where I'm able to provide them the returns that they're looking for to be able to build their wealth. I am also a certified life coach, and I've been doing that for almost a year as well. Um, and I like working with women, particularly um, women of color, Latinas, mm-hmm. first gens, and be able to inspire them to build the life that they want to live. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, a little bit on a personal note, um, I am a, I am the second oldest of four children. I am also, um, I'm a daughter of immigrant parents who immigrated here from Mexico. And I have, I'm a mom. I have three children. Um, I'm married and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. And this is where I have been living for the last, gosh, almost, I I lose track, um, (laughs) almost 15, 20 years around there. I'm originally from California, from Los, An- Los Angeles, California, and um, I we were moving around. Uh, my parents moved to Georgia 
when I was in high school because they just couldn't afford to live in California anymore. Mm -hmm. So now we are uh, here in Georgia. So I do consider myself a Georgian now. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm involved in, in several different businesses, but ultimately I do identify myself as a real estate investor. That's awesome. And it's, you know, that's great to hear that you're also from LA, originally from LA, because I also have family over there as well. And also, like, you mentioned that you're a real estate investor. And I'm very curious to know, how did you get started with real, real estate? And like, what piqued your interest in that industry? Um, yeah, uh, so back in 2009 this kind of goes back almost 14 years ago um my husband and i were looking for a home and we were getting ready to have a baby and we were just like in desperate need to find a house to live in and we found a foreclosed foreclosed property that um, we were able to buy and we bought it for really really cheap and we were just happy that we had a, a home to live in because we were in desperate need to find um, a house for our little family that was growing. And along that time, homes were selling like for super cheap. Mm -hmm. So um, we were, yeah, we were able to buy our home for a really affordable price. And then um, years later, I realized that that was not my forever home. I wanted to sell my house and my loan agent told me not to sell it. She mm -hmm. was like, why don't you just hold it, like rent it out because the mortgage on the property is really sweet. Just hold on to it. You guys don't have to sell this house. And my first thought was, Obviously, um, with the mindset that I had then, it was like I was scared. I was in fear that um, it wasn't going to work out for us and that I was going to be stuck with two mortgages. Even though the mortgage payment for that house is really sweet, I was still very nervous about mm -hmm. having two properties or more than one property. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I ended up taking her advice. So we did keep the home and we rented it out. And luckily, we were able to find tenants and it was a family um, that we were able to lease it to for about almost two years. And mm -hmm. then we we then decided that because of the market, we were going to sell it. So we we sold the house. And what blew my mind was that we were able to sell the property for like three times the money that we had originally had bought it for. Wow. And it kind of triggered something inside of me. Mm. And and here you are today as, as a real estate investor. And also, you know, since you are like the podcast host as well for like Wealthy Mindset Latina. Yes. And I and I've listened to your podcast and I want to say it's amazing. And I love what you're doing as well as, you know, providing this information on to help like to help other Latinas or people of color, like have a wealthy mindset. Right. And I was reading that, you know, on with your podcast is that having a wealthy mindset is not just about like money, right? It can be many different things. It's like having a wealthy mindset for whether it's like with family, um, life in general. 
Um, can you tell us a little bit about what a wealthy mindset is? Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely something that I'm very passionate about. Um, having a wealthy mindset, yeah, it's not necessarily around monetary value. Mm-hmm. To me, having a wealthy mindset meant um, switching the way that I was thinking mm-hmm. and thinking outside of the box, pretty much. Right. It meant, yeah, it, it meant um, that... I, it meant that I had to start thinking in a whole different way. So, for example, um, a person who has a wealthy mindset understands that one can never know everything and that something can always be learned from every single person that we meet. Mm-hmm. So, um, and vice versa, a person who has a poor mindset deludes itself into believing it knows everything, right? Mm-hmm. And like it stays in almost like a a perspective of of a victim, pretty much mm-hmm. just living in that victim mindset to not want to expand, growing, and continuing to learn. So that's what wealthy mindset meant for me. It also um, meant that it it was going to be a completely different way of living life. It wasn't going to be um, all about me. And it has, it it meant that I had to surrender the fears that, that were holding me back from Mm -hmm. growing. Um, So that's, kind of how Wealthy Mindset Latina got started. That's a big part of how Wealthy Mindset Latina got started is mainly because everything that we do is based on how we how we see ourselves, how our mind is working. Everything is a mindset. Everything that, that you do is based on your thoughts. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And I, I'm very curious to know, like, how did you develop this wealthy mindset? And what was your life like before having this mindset? And then how is your life now after developing this mindset? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. (laughs) So I think um, the best way I can probably answer that is by just giving you um, an example of how I used to see, like, for example, money mm-hmm. for me was, uh, always, we were always, I was always taught to save money, yep. to leave it in the bank, to, to, uh, not, I mean, we weren't necessarily taught how to invest and we weren't necessarily, necessarily um, always informed to always keep expanding and learning. It was almost like just just do what what's been working. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to I wanted to learn. So I I switched my mindset from keeping my money in the bank where it's quote unquote safe because mm-hmm. um, that's how we were you know we we were raised by our parents was leaving the money in the bank or 
like my parents used to do, like under the mattress, because um, that's where nobody was going to come in and steal it. You know, it was just like, that's where it's safe. We can hold it. We can see it. So now I see it very differently. Mm -hmm. I do see um, that my mind and uh, has expanded to understand that I have to accept the things that I don't know but also stay open-minded to know that there are other ways that we can continue to learn, continue to grow. And I started educating myself around how to begin investing. Mm -hmm. And I began um, investing my money. I began just getting over the fear of moving my money around and, and making informed and educated decisions around my money. So I started investing. I started um, buying, uh, well, I started educating myself around, particularly around real estate investing. So yeah. I then decided to join um, other groups who were already investing. And I, I participated in a 40 unit apartment complex syndication mm -hmm. and that's that was like my big big one that I was you know I had to just jump and like get a taste so what would you say your life was like before you developed a wealthy mindset and how is your life now now that you developed this wealthy mindset <laughs> yeah um, my life before was very focused on the energy of fear mm -hmm. and just scarcity. It, it was just based on not taking any risk, of course, staying in my safe zone and in my lane all the time and just continue to do what I was taught by my parents, mm -hmm. which was just keep your money safe, keep it closed, um, save it in the bank and like, don't trust anyone with your money. Right. So I always saw them hide money under the mattress like we were probably used to seeing a lot of our parents do mm -hmm. and that meant that it was safe quote unquote safe so now um, my life is is focused on continuing to grow and I focus on the energy of um, of just abundance and I believe a lot that you really attract what you believe so yeah. I've, it's taken a lot of work. Stephanie has not been easy <laughs> and I am still in that process of working in this because it, it's a lot of effort to be able to just, it doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> it's a constant battle that we all go through. I'm sure you understand that. Um, but just switching into more, uh, more of an abundant thinking and abundant um, mind. Mm -hmm. So I was open to learning and accepting that I didn't know everything. And I had to learn from people who were doing and living the life that I wanted to live. Mm -hmm. So I switched my thinking to now be able to confidently invest my money in opportunities that are giving me a return that are helping my money work for me. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the most simplest form that I can put it. So it's, it's still a working progress, but I do feel like the, the Wendy 10 years ago is, was completely different and she would have 
lost her mind if she knew what I'm doing today. Like she would have never believed it. So it's it's been quite a journey. Yeah, but I know Wendy from 10 years ago will definitely be proud of you right now. I mean, you definitely have you know, come a long way. And, you know, you mentioned about like creating like this abundant mindset, right? And, you know, I feel like as Latinos or like first gen, you know, we were taught to have kind of like this fear of, of money, right? Or like having this scarcity mindset. And I definitely yeah. can re relate because I live in a household where, you know, growing up like money money was I went it was always an issue right or like we didn't have enough yeah. and mm -hmm. even till this day you know I have a parent where my mom's like oh like we never have enough money or like yeah. there's never enough but I feel like like you said our thoughts does go out into action so I feel like if you constantly say oh I never have enough mm -hmm. there's no money then there is no money right <laughs> so absolutely and i think a lot of the times like in our culture we nobody really spoke about money yeah money was seen as like the root of all evil sometimes mm -hmm. and it was always like a really hard topic to even you know bring up in a discussion so we obviously never even within the school systems, I feel like there wasn't enough financial literacy that was taught to mm -hmm. us. So I had to learn everything by myself, honestly. And it, it was just that learning curve of knowing that, oh my gosh, everything that I thought I knew was completely wrong. And um, I had to just stay open-minded about it. And I, it was scary. It was like, okay, am I really going to trust that I'm going to make the best decision, but really it does come along with educating yourself and um, getting informed, mm -hmm. um, building your financial literacy so that you can make wise and informed decisions when it comes to making investments, but really also accepting that you don't know everything and that there's yeah. people who, um, who are able to guide you and teach you if you find that right community yeah so I yeah so that was that was another big step for me so yeah of course along with that there was a lot of books that were involved mm -hmm. one of the books that I really enjoyed reading and that just completely blew my mind um, was Rich Dad Poor Dad by mm -hmm. Robert Kiyosaki and when I read that book I was like completely blown away I just I I learned so much just by reading it that then I wanted to continue to learn more and then I became passionate about teaching and speaking about it because there's I know that within our community there's still room for growth there's still mm -hmm. a gap where we can still um, I guess more so provide information to people who need to know and learn more around financial literacy and investing so I, I decided that i wanted to expand and of course alongside with my company i also eventually see myself teaching other women how to invest and i have been focusing on investing in real estate but um i'm always open to learning and like just surrounding myself with 
with the community um, of other amazing women who are already investing, um, especially Latinas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've started um, listening to several podcasts as well. So that's another way that I started learning about it um, was re uh, reading books, listening to podcasts. And of course, uh, I then decided that I wanted to become a coach. So I went and got certified as a life coach um, to be able to help um, and and give back pretty much just give back. <laughs> awesome. Well, that is so awesome that you're you're giving back to to the community. And yeah. also, I mean, it's great that you know, to teach, you know, our yeah. community about like ways to invest, right? And also yeah. like to heal that relationship with money because I For feel sure. like, you know, like you said growing up, you know, we were taught, you know, hide your money or save it and and don't yeah. touch it, right? But yeah. what would you say would be ways, like, to invest? Like, for example, like, you mentioned uh -huh. about investing in, like, real estate. Like, what are other ways, like, people can invest? Um, it, it, I started by really getting informed about what the stock market was. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have a clue. I mean, I heard people talking about the stock market, but I never quite understood what it meant to invest in the stock market. Mm -hmm. So I... I also hired a coach who, you know, I, I am a big believer on working with coaches. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just tell you that they change your life. Absolutely. Every single coach that I have, um, that I've worked with has changed my life in for better, mm -hmm. honestly. So, um, I did hire a little course and then it was, um, through a coach that taught me how to, or taught me about what it is to, have uh, stocks and in the stock market and I did start there and then eventually I did also um learned a little bit about like bitcoin which that was a little bit more confusing for me and it wasn't quite as interesting and when I came across obviously because I had already gone through my experience of owning real estate and seeing the returns um I knew that I wanted to also learn a little bit more about real estate investing and I started looking because there's so many ways that you can mm -hmm. start investing in real estate. You can do so many different strategies out there. I mean, you, even if you start to Google it, you would probably be so overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, I knew that I had a passion. like, here's the thing for me growing up giving back was always something that I was so used to because I was the second oldest of my siblings and I pretty much like raised my younger sisters yeah. for most of the time because I was always helping out and my parents really just depended on me so much as well. Um, being immigrants, you know, they depended on me to be able to translate, help them out with like their tax returns and my dad started his business. I helped them around, around that side with his, um, with his business and structuring um, all anything that was legal or anything that they needed me for, I was there. So I felt like that's just who I was. Mm -hmm. So I do remember like growing up, we would live in like these really dirty homes and like mm -hmm. dirty apartments that were just filthy, full of roaches. And it was disgusting. And I never felt safe. 
I never felt safe. And I think that's why my dad always moved around so much um, that he couldn't even find a place for us to live in because one, it was expensive. Second, like we were living in like the worst homes. I mean, they were just like, I just, I just had like this um, passion to be able to change communities. And the beauty about real estate is that it's a hard asset and you see it. You see the transformation happening mm -hmm. before your eyes. Um, for example, right now we're doing a fix and flip here mm -hmm. in, um, in the area where I live. And I've been seeing how this really ugly duckling <laughs> home <laughs> has become like this beautiful, welcoming, warm home that's going to be a home for a family. Yeah. And I like seeing that. I like seeing the transformation um, because I can see it and I can I, I can go and look at it versus if it were the stock market. I just all I get is a. Uh, an invoice of, mm -hmm. of numbers that I hardly even care much about, honestly. Um, and uh, um, right now, the big projects for me have been investing in multifamily, which is larger apartments. We're looking at like anything, I've invested in a 40 unit, but I'm ultimately wanting to invest in anything 75 to 150 eventually. Um, and it's changing communities because we are boots on the ground and I'm seeing the transformations that we're doing in these apartments. And I remember growing up in apartments and yeah. they weren't safe and <laughs> they weren't always um, the prettiest either. And just seeing how we're transforming um, these apartments for the families who are living there and we're, we're changing it up or we're bringing in greenery and we're making a clean pool because we had one where the pool was just, it was like a dump hole. Oh People were God. just throwing trash in there. Oh, no. <laughs> it was sad. I was like, Lord, this is what we do. We come in and we clean it out. We cleaned it out. And so when I saw pictures of it, I was just like, oh my God, this is why I want to keep investing in real estate because it's changing communities and mm -hmm. ultimately is making people uh, feel safe. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's amazing <laughs> that you're putting into something investing and you're not only like changing like the, the yeah. look of the apartment or like, yeah. you know, putting in a new yeah. pool or anything like that. You're also changing like people's lives. And I think that's yeah. so incredible and just like making them feel safe, you know? And so I know like my, my next question is like, I think like, I think you, you pretty much like answered my question about like, you know, how has like, uh, developing uh, a wealthy mindset, like, yeah, a wealthy mindset, like how that's changed your life. But I think you've answered that already with like what were your what your life was like before and what your life was is like after. Um, what would you say would be your advice for anyone who either has a scarcity mindset or they're just like afraid of developing that wealthy mindset? Uh, yeah, this is one that I get asked frequently and I ask myself this every single day like okay because it's a like I said it's a working progress um it really does come down to 
um, giving yourself the grace to know that we're not, we're not perfect. Pretty much fears are always going to be triggered inside of us. Mm -hmm. And we have to continue to just push through the fear sometimes and just go ahead and do what our heart is calling us to do. Um, regardless of whether we're afraid or not, because most of the times we see people who are, um, like high top achievers and we see them confident and we Mm -hmm. see the life that they're living and we just assume automatically that they have everything figured out. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. I've learned that, um, what has made them successful is that they have been able to work through their fears and continue to show up and over time hard work compounds and eventually you you know you start to realize that you're able to achieve whatever you set your mind to do as long as you believe in yourself because um we're not always gonna have someone cheering us Mm-hmm. or giving us a pat in the back or a high five and we sometimes we want that but not everybody's gonna have our vision and our or, and have the same goals that we want for ourselves so um it's just pretty much you believing in yourself mainly and um give yourself that space to be able to uh just love almost it's like like attract love and abundance and like the the universe is going to give you what you like what you believe um ultimately how you see yourself like if you see yourself in a positive um growing learning mindset like the energy is going to give that back to you um I, i truly believe that now because i i feel like my scarcity mindset was not allowing the op- allowing me to take the opportunities that were in front of me. And mm-hmm. as soon as I started working on like growing and learning, I became someone. Comp- I started becoming someone different, and then I started to see the opportunities. Where yeah. versus back um, back then, the opportunities were probably always there, but I, I never really saw them because I was. I was attracting what I was, you know, the energy that I was consuming and the the energy that I was thinking of. And, you know, so I, yeah, it's just, I I really think that it comes down to um, letting go of the pain and believing in yourself and believing that God and the universe are going to give you what you want and what you need. Absolutely. 1000% agree with you. And it's so funny that you are talking about this too, because like this past week, it's been a week, (laughs) but like, it's, it's true. Like if you, like you attract, right? What, what you are. And if you really set out, like, you know, that you're positive and that you have the abundance mindset, like uh-huh. you like you said god the universe is going to give you give you that right and i feel like yeah. if you have that mindset of like the scarcity mindset or like just not having enough or like having yeah. that fear i feel like that's going to reflect back you it know is. and so it's very interesting because that is something that i'm 
continuing to learn to do and also just like heal that relationship with with money and developing that wealthy mindset but like you said you know you you have to believe like you have to believe in like every fiber of your being yeah. right that that you are gonna get what you're gonna get and that you're gonna yeah. have all these abundance and like you said sometimes you know it can it can be lonely not everyone's gonna be there like cheering for you but like you said you have to really believe and give it give it your all you know um, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I think. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind me saying something yeah, really quick around course. that again, um, I think a lot of the times we, it goes back to, um, to me, mindset. Obviously, it's one whole body, mm-hmm. like our spiritual health, our mindset, um, our physical health. Everything has to align, and almost like in a perfect state. But um, to me, wealthy, uh, obviously, like I already explained, it's not necessarily around monetary value. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, I figured this out, and I, I, I realized that, and that came along um, through a couple of coaches and um, self-coaching as well. But monetary can be money, obviously. It can be um, the people that mm-hmm. you're around. Um, the knowledge that you have and also the time that you have. So I do see that that is like four different currencies because um, money comes and goes. Obviously, it's like uh, it's just something that's it's a paper, right? It's right. just literally like a piece of paper. Um, it's an object. And when you think about it, what is more valuable to some people, like it's always time Mm -hmm. for me, it's time and connections and the people that are in my life. So when I realized that I, I was going to invest because I wanted my money to work for me was because I wanted more time. I wanted more time, um, control over my time, some more time freedom to be able to spend time with my kids. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like you said, with like being like developing that wealthy mindset, you know, not just money, but like those relationships, right. Mm -hmm. Or like having that time. And so I think also too, that is something that I'm learning, you know, by having that wealthy or like abundance mindset is just Mm -hmm. like, okay, like if I'm going to be a positive person, like I want to attract those people into my life. Right. Um, but I think it's incredible that what you're doing and I am just like inspired by you and I'm just inspired like what you're doing with our community. And so not only are you like teaching others to like have this wealthy mindset, you know, besides the monetary, like money, but like yeah. how to live like a wealthy, fulfilling life by creating exactly. this abundance mindset and wealthy mindset. Um, and so are there any questions that you would like for me to ask you that I have not asked you so far? Um, I, I feel like we just touched so much, uh, so many good topics here. Um, we covered a lot of ground. I'm trying to think um exactly what i was wondering you we were gonna ask me which i think is what would you tell someone who 
Um, yeah, what would you Did tell you ask for that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it asked you about okay, so like, maybe I'll just add a little bit on that because yeah. um, I, I truly believe that your um, what we believe um, be, becomes our, our everyday thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll just let it I'll finish there. Yeah. <laughs> what we believe eventually becomes our every our everyday thoughts. So how we see ourselves, what we believe we can do becomes the way that we are thinking every single day. So we can work on that. I feel like there's, you know, always room for us to be able to work on ourselves and work on our thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. so. Definitely. Well, Wendy, it was a pleasure speaking with you today and thank you so much for providing this wonderful information about having a wealthy mindset and you're an inspiration and where can people, um, find out about your podcast or where can they listen to your podcast? And like for anyone who's interested in getting like coaching from you, uh, where they, where can they get started with that? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Stephanie, for having me be your guest speaker on your podcast. Um, People can find me on social media for Instagram. My um, you can find me under Wealthy Mindset Latina. Um, I'm also on Facebook and I'm also on LinkedIn um, under Wendy Acosta. And pretty soon for coaching. there is a website that's about to launch, but for now, you guys can um, definitely message me if you're interested in working with me or just want to connect with me and see how we can maybe add value to each other. Um, just message me through Instagram. That's the platform that I am um, really just very present, and that's the one that I usually like to uh, be in. And uh, there, yeah, the link to my website should be coming up pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. So I am excited for that. Um, and that will be a link under my real estate business business, which will be Luna's capital. So I can't wait for, um, for you guys to see that and check that out pretty soon. And for my podcast, I'm sorry for my (laughs) podcast, you guys can, um, tune in. Um, I am on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and it is Wealthy Mindset Latina Podcast. Awesome. Well, everybody go follow Wendy. She is amazing, and I'm just super excited for you, Wendy, on your next steps, and it's always, always a pleasure speaking with you, and I can talk to you all day. Yes. <laughs> so well, thank you so much, <laughs> Stephanie. I'm glad that... Um, I'm glad that I was able to join you today. And yes, our conversations keep getting better every single time. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you, Wendy, and have a good evening.